What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Ars. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's kick it off with some breaking news to you. I, you know, I'm up to date on my fantasy football, so this will be, this will be our weekly fantasy football update. But uh, J.K. Dobbins, he is out four to six weeks. See, I knew that. I'm a good owner. I keep up to date. I found out this news uh, two days ago while Jonathan is just finding it out. So That was news to me. Yeah, I know we've been updating you guys on how the seasons are you know, been going for us throughout all our different leagues. And I remember I checked my lineup and I saw JK Dobbins was projected zero points. I was like, Oh, he must've got hurt last week because I was looking back at my scoreboard last week. So I could talk about my matchup. I did win, but he only had 1.5 points. I was like, damn, he just sucks. And then I remembered he was projected zero. It's like, Oh shit, maybe he got hurt. So he did get hurt out for a minute. Tough to see. Yeah. Not looking good for me. Yeah, he's on my other team, my uh, my fantasy team, but uh, he he wasn't obviously a starter. You know, I I scooped up Kenneth Walker, um, expecting big big things from him, and then Damian Pierce as well. That's just that's the workhorse. I uh, they were given like a description. You know how they do like the projection uh, descriptions. Mm-hmm. They called Damian Pierce an every down bully, and I I just Ooh, love that. That's hard. That is I like that. yeah. That I tough. like that. Yeah, my running back situation I thought was pretty bad in this league. And then it kind of just got worse because it's Jonathan Taylor who shouldn't be a problem, but he kind of is. Then yeah, so. James Robinson, the ISU goat. So as long as he shows up for me, that's fine. And then I had JK. And then, you know, I just took a chance. Obviously, blockbuster trade happening here with Christian McCaffrey going to the 49ers. So I scooped out both of the potential number one back. Chubba. Now. Yep. Chubba and Hubbard And yeah. Um, They're running a, it's running back by committee. I saw. I don't, that's I don't not good for they, fantasy. They, yeah. It's bad they for were fantasy. both, they were both like really good in college though. Like Deontay Foreman, he was a dog at Texas. Uh, Chubba Hubbard was a fucking, he was an animal at Oklahoma state. Like he was a very, very good Heisman candidate. So I mean, yeah. potentials there. There's potential. So I was like, we're going to scoop both of them. Hopefully one of them pops off. But then I saw some stat on Twitter today, and it was like for all the people that picked up the Panthers running backs, they've had like – it was astonishing. Like I think like three snaps within the five-yard line all season or something like that. Yeah, no, the the Panthers are – that's a dumpster fire there. And uh, yeah, that I don't know. We'll see. But how did your team perform last week? What's the so, record looking like? I'm four and two in my uh my main league, the uh the money league, we'll call it. That's what they they have it named with HTMT. Uh that, shout out so HTMT. Yeah, uh if you know, you know. Um and then for the other league, I'm at three and three. I, I took a hard loss. I was projected to win the whole week and I just didn't end up winning. So it was very tough. And there are like five teams that are three and three. So um, I mean the points for it is for me, you know. I've like nearly the I'm like three points away from being the highest score in the league. So I mean I have that factored in. But I mean, this is a huge week with like so many there's like literally five teams that are three and three, and then there's some that are two and four. Like there's not like one win teams in this league. Like there's a six and no team, and then there's everybody else is three and three. Um, so yeah, I'm playing I'm playing the undefeated Kevin Ron this week. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm obviously pretty optimistic, so yeah, I have faith. Uh, I am one of those three and three teams as well, playing a four and two team, but I'm protected to win. 
I mean, I'm a big projection whore. I love the numbers. When the numbers are in my favor, I like it, although the numbers have lied quite a few times this season. I've been looking good. You know, Jonathan Taylor's projected 18 points, whatever, and he gets, you know, 12 or whatever. So eight. So we'll see. But especially with, you know, a lot of uncertainties on my team, a lot of injuries. We'll see. I, I'm pretty happy being at three and three because it could be a lot worse. There was one week I did really bad. Last week, barely pulled out the win. So happy where I'm at. Mother leagues, I'm at two and four in both of those. So not just not a great season for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I, like I've already emphasized, you know, the three and three, like this will just be a big step ahead. But this other league, I'm projected to win as well. I'm playing the worst team in the league, four and two. I feel like at five and two, you are you are riding high. I mean, that's mm-hmm. can't ask for a better record there. I mean, obviously seven to no, but that's kind of unrealistic in uh, fantasy football with all the bye weeks, injuries, stuff like that. So, oh yeah, kind of tough, kind of unpredictable, but just a good time. All right, one more thing before we get on to the topic of today's episode, just want to talk quick. I don't know if you've seen this. There's a new feature on Spotify where it makes you a new playlist that updates every couple of hours, two or three hours, and it has a new title, a new batch of songs, and a whole bunch of subgenres to fill it in. It's really cool. Um, for example, right now, mine is called Poetic Chipmunk Soul Evening, and it has like Brent Fiaz, Kanye, you know, Kendrick, stuff like that. And then it shows all the subgenres that make it up, and it's poetic, hip hop. Chipmunk Soul, Toronto, Poetic, Alternative R&B, and Trap Soul. Stuff like that. Anyway, really cool. And it's like not out for the main public. I just like happened to, I was looking up Spotify Wrapped on Reddit just to see like when the last date was because I think it's been October 31st, a lot of years. But I thought one year maybe it was later. So I just wanted to see, you know, I got to get my hours and, you know, make sure my numbers are looking good, make sure my artists are looking good. Uh, But yeah, then I just saw the top post or whatever on the day was, this new playlist and it's not out for the public yet. So you had to click that guy's link and then you can get it. But I've been sending to people that are on Spotify to get them on it. But last week, I know we mentioned we had to record the episode early because we had some stuff going on. I had the Illinois state homecoming, you know, tailgates football game, didn't go to the football game, but you know, that's part of the whole festivities, I guess. Anyway, you know me, I had to be on the ox for a while. At least I hate being on ox the whole time. So I like to roam around a little bit. Don't want to leave my phone. Don't want to do any of that. So anyway, made the playlist. And then whoever was on the Ox, like, you know, just play the playlist. Anyway, I got my new Spotify playlist today updated. And it's based on your habits from that previous week. And mine was called Hectic Sorority Saturday Morning. And that just made so much sense. That, that's because perfect. It, it was perfect. It was definitely hectic. You know, it was a shared playlist. So there was, you know, some picks that, you know, might tailor to the sorority sounds, but hectic was perfect because it was going from Jonas Brothers to Tyler the Creator to Travis Scott to Lizzo Wherever, to yeah, yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah, it was it was hectic to say the least, but it was a pretty good playoffs. So I was pretty happy with this time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can't ask for a better description of. I mean, that's like the perfect description for you know the event you were in. So. Uh huh. And like one of the little like tags was like pregame. And I was like, I don't know if they're talking basketball or if they're talking drinking, but either way, that vibe, <laughs> I'm with that. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm super excited to get into our spot, your Spotify rap, my Apple Music replay. So obviously, you know, that was the, so ready. the lesser of the subject there, but um, I'm super excited to get into that. So 
Well, it's, yeah, I think it's typically like around December 1st. So December's going to be a banger. We've been saying that, but stay tuned because it's going yeah. to be our best month yet. I'm 100%. Your voice turned turning 21. So, I mean, you can't beat that first alcohol beverage, you know? Come on now. Mm, I'm excited to see what you think. Uh, it's going to be a big month. So stay tuned. But, you know, I'm also excited for today's episode. But I think it's time to get into it. We did this episode a while back. We did the album artwork tier list. And I think you guys really liked it. I really liked making it. So we're back with a part two, 20 new albums. Some new, some old, but new to this tier list. And we're going to throw them on the tier list, S through D. See what we think is good, see what we think is bad, and see what we think is just, just all right. Definitely. I'm super excited to get into this just because we have been teasing this literally. Like, it's been brought up multiple times. Like, I don't know, maybe just between personal conversation or, I mean, even in episodes, I know we drop it sometimes. Like, this is going to be a contender for that. So, uh, I'm super excited to get into this. Oh, yeah. Anytime an album's announced and the cover comes out, if it's, you know, really good or, you know, maybe not so good, we sent it to each other on Twitter and we're like, yep, this is going to be in part two. So, <laughs> I'm ready to see what our thoughts are because we kind of save our thoughts. We just kind of say, okay, this is going to be featured, but that's that. So, all right, let's get into the first one. It is Daytona by Pusha T. I absolutely love this cover. The backstory behind it, you know, Kanye going out and like essentially forcing Pusha T to, to use this as the album cover. Um, I don't know. I, then I just like the Whitney Houston influence, obviously, uh, kind of fits what Pusha T does um, with his bars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I really enjoy this cover. I think it fits him perfectly. And then, like, the craziest part about this still like, that still just kind of shocks me is the picture's from 2006. Like, this looks, like, straight out of, like, an 80s movie. Like, mm-hmm. this, yeah, I mean, if you it know, you know. It does have that old feel to it. It's so chaotic. That's what word I would use to describe it. It's just chaotic. There's, like, the way the picture is, like, textured almost, it looks aged. I don't know. It's so interesting. And there's obviously so much stuff just scattered on the sink. A lot of, you know, whatever. And my... my- <laughs> So like, uh, you know, Pusha T, you know, he's, he's talked about it or whatever. My favorite thing is like, like you were saying, it's chaotic, but to uh, Whitney Houston or the attic at the time, you know, they know exactly where everything is. Like that is, you know, that's, that was like a very good oh, yeah. description that gave of it. So I don't know what letter I'd be feeling for this. I think I'd be feeling an A. Yeah, I, I'm all right with having it an A. Um, I don't think it's quite an S tier, but I think the story behind it boosts it a lot. And then along with it fitting Pusha T perfectly. Like if another rapper's doing this, uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably B, C tier. I agree. Like it was close to a B for me, even with it being Push. Just because I think there's pictures and covers and artwork that I like better. But I do enjoy this. And I really agree with what you're saying about how it does fit Push. So I'm cool with it being A. All right, next one. You know, how do you get a Brockhampton one in here? Last time we did Roadrunner, but... Gotta take it back to the Saturation Trilogy. We're going with Saturation 3. What would you rate this cover? This is uh this is my least favorite out of the saturations. Um I I like it. I mean it's not a bad cover or anything. Um I just like how uh it's a little more white walled with all with the other two. Whereas this one you have the yellow shirt up front. Um and you know, obviously blue face is like very prevalent in this one. Um with that being said, I don't think it's a bad cover. I just don't think it's anything too crazy. I, I put it a B. Okay, that's what I was feeling too. I really like this cover though. 
uh obviously the tear on the face is super cool i like the type that they used and i like the way that they have the explicit lyrics thing it's like a different one than the traditional nice and small uh the jumpsuit looks really good i know they were wearing those a lot when i saw them in concert they were wearing the jumpsuits that was just a big thing that they were doing and i remember when they dropped this cover they had a cover for every member of the group kind of like they did with roadrunner but i kind of like the teardrop and stuff for every member better than the roadrunner like because roadrunner was cool and whatever but something about this cover i really do like but like it at the level of b not like s like i i do like it yeah I, I i like it um i think like a mirror is like the perfect cover for all of them um perfect member to choose from there for every single one i agree obviously kevin like is kind of the leader but something about a mirror he just it made sense like i liked it and i still like it now all right next one we have the house is burning by isaiah rashad I didn't know exactly like what I wanted to choose with these. I feel like a good rule of thumb for me was I just kind of shuffled through some songs and then I, this one came up and I feel like it's really interesting, super simple, but I mean, it. Uh, the house is burning. It obviously gets the point across. Um, it's colored in, you know, I, it's super simple. I really enjoy it. I'd give it a B tier. Yeah. I'd be fine with a B. Lower it's B. I mean, lower B. I agree. Um, I think it's cool. It's very unique. You don't really see anything too much like this. My just like small nitpicky details with it though are like the way Isaiah Rashad's name is like colored in. I think it's kind of hard to read for some of the letters. And yeah, it even is, like it some of the, some of the stuff with the picture, I think are a little bit, you know, probably intentionally so, but a little bit hard to decipher. Obviously, the house is very the house is burning, you know, very noticeable. It is burning. It looks good. I like the. <laughs> crayon effect but yeah i'm pretty unique definitely unique all right the next cover we have is baby on baby 2 by the baby this shit was ass i mean to me like what is that a fucking like gremlin i don't know i don't know what he was trying to do there either and the initial baby on baby album cover is so fucking iconic you're the the little you know whatever the pose Uh, the pose is iconic. yeah and you fumble this hard. What, what's he got on? Is he a fucking ninja turtle? Kyle looks like, Kyle looks like a snapping turtle, maybe. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, maybe. I don't know. I'm so confused by it. Is it a Grinch? I will be honest. I've only listened to like three songs on the album, but I don't even think that it like fits the vibe. I like what fits the vibe of that, though? Like that is an awful I don't know. album cover. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think you're going to find any music out there that's going to fit that vibe unless we're talking about the fucking Grinch. I would think like something maybe like a Savage Mode 2, kind of. Like that's uh, like the closest album and I instantly think of that I'd be like, or sorry, not Savage Mode 2, without warning. Okay. Like because yes. of the Halloween drop and, you know, stuff like that. But that is like the only thing that I'm like, I, I could see it. Like it would be the best, but I'd be like, I could see why you do it. I don't even think of this like a Halloween really costume. I, like I don't know. I think I, of a Halloween costume as a thing, but like the album didn't drop near Halloween, Halloween or yeah, yeah so pr- a month prior at least. It's interesting, but not in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah, I, this is F. I think we're going to D, but we'll say F. <laughs> we we need an F tier one. I think this is worthy. <laughs> okay, all right. Next one, Chaos Now by Gene Dawson, new album. One of my artists that I was very high on at the start of the year that I thought was going to blow up this year. Dropped a really good album with a cover that I really do love. What are your thoughts on this cover? 
I, I like it. Um, I love, so I love the pixel bath one, even like before I remember, I can't remember where I had seen it initially. Uh, it was during quarantine, obviously, or, you know, around that time, 2020. And, mm -hmm. uh, he's got like a, a, just a football helmet on and, you know, I, I played football all the time. You know, it's one of the nicer helmets. It's got like a colored visor with it. So, I mean, I really enjoyed that one. And then I feel like he followed it up well with this. I mean, it's pretty simple here, but also unique as well. It is simple, but like just the way that the colors of the sky and the grass yeah, contrast I love that grass so well against the kid. Yeah, the grass is good, obviously. And then you got the jeans and the guitar. It's just, it's cool. I really like the colors. Like that's what it is. If it was different, you know, vibe with the same setup, it might not be as good, but the way it's set up is perfect. Uh, I think I'd probably put it A or B. I'd have it. Uh, I'd have it A. Low A. Okay. Potentially, like could, potentially could get bumped down throughout this, but that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I'm, I'm glad my boy Gene got some respect here. Next one, 1999 by Joey Badass. Iconic. What do you think? I feel like the so the obviously iconic project. Everything. Uh, I don't. This is like a tough one to rank. I just don't know where I'd put it. It's super simple. Uh, obviously, the 1999 just huge across the top skateboard. Uh, yeah, the skateboards kind of kind of brings it in with the survivor's guilt when he's uh, talking about it on there. Um, mm -hmm. I'd go, I'd go A. A, okay. I'd go A. I'd go A or B. I'd be right. Let's let's put it at B. Okay, I think that's fair. I think it's Brockhampton level, so that's fair. I really like this cover though. Super cool. I like the graffiti type on the wall, but it's like kind of, I don't want to say cartoonish, but like it's not like a photograph. It gives, it's and like a really hard, skaters. it's too hard. To, it's hard to describe like the vibe it's given off here. Yeah. It's an interesting vibe, but you know, it came out during the come up of joy, badass and pro era. And I think it kind of does have that vibe of that come up and that origin. And then, like you said, survivors go talking back to Absol on the outro there talking about, you know, his first encounters with pro era and skating and all that stuff. And you're like, Okay, that kind of brought it full circle. Yeah, yeah. Circle see that that like, kind of yeah. is what gave it a little little boost there. Yeah, it, it's cool. And then I, it's pretty interesting how the parental advisory is kind of like not like blurry, but like kind of faded. It's interesting. It, yeah, it fits kind of like the vibe going on with the detail in the back there. Next one, we got the Carter Three by Lil Wayne. I absolutely love this cover. I loved all the car like what did, he started doing. He did the Carter Three and the Carter Four, maybe. Just where did you do mm -hmm. the Carter two where it's his face with a no? I think the Carter two is him adult version. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's the uh, this is the first one where they do where he's a baby and they just got the tattoo. I love it. Um, I, I thought that was so cool. Like as a kid, even like with the uh, you know going back to the Carter three and then kind of around the time the Carter four had released. So I, I love the little pinky ring. It's just I I really uh -huh. love this cover. I get I give this an S tier. I'm fine with that because of how iconic it is. Like I just have very strong memories of this cover. Like it's probably the most iconic of any Lil Wayne cover. I would say I love it. You got the, you know, parental advisory is pretty big. The face tats. Yeah. This I is like before, this is 2008. It's like face tats weren't, you know, very prevalent then. They, of course, yeah. They're so. definitely not prevalent. Yeah. It's cool. I'm, I'm fine with the nest on it. It's very, uh, very classic. Next one, we got a new one. We got Louie by Kenny Beats. I really like this one. Um, 
kind of, you know, the same thing with the house is burning super simple, you know, not simple, but I mean, same concept there with that. This is more of like a painting. Ah, I feel like we're having a lot of A tiers, but I really like this one. Yeah, this is A for sure. And like I, teetering the line of S. I, I'd bump this to S. Okay. I like it a lot. Like this is something you could see on a wall. Like this is art. This just gives me like the vibes from it. Just like sitting out back at, uh, at Ma's house, like the, the you know, the big tree there and everything like that's just, that's kind right. of what, what gave it that bump there, you know, making the personal connection. And I love like, yeah, obviously the personal and you got who is assumed to be or supposed to be Kenny Beats and his dad sitting there on that bench. And so much is happening around them. Everybody's got the kind of like pink outline on them. I love that detail. The tree looks really cool. Just a great color palette on that cover. Love it. I think the Louis font is pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's pretty simple. Super simple with that. And I also think it's interesting how it's like the picture is smaller within the cover. And there's a lot of like white. Like it's not like that painting is the whole cover. It's just a piece of it. Yeah. It's interesting. And I feel like it's all done pretty well. Even like the Louis with the uh, the way it's you know the letters are i feel like that brings it together even more so all right i'm glad we got an s on that that's cool next one this is one that is gonna be a polarizing one we got lavon james by king von this is one like i can't i think someone that like posted on their story because obviously you know i, I heard of king von and everything and uh obviously no, i don't really listen to him too much like through to the o stuff like that like his hits I never like taking the time to go fucking listen to Levon James. When I saw this, I was like, is this real? And, yes, um, that was my reaction also. Yeah, I mean, this cover is tough as fuck. This is straight out of the Gucci main school of cover art. This is <laughs> yeah. either really good or really bad. And I truly cannot decide which one. It's an S or a D. I don't know which one. It's an A or a D probably. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd put an A, honestly. Um, I mean, just the powder toss with it. He's in a stadium. I love the detail of the 64th. You know, we're not from 63rd, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't hate it. I, I think put it at B. I think A is a, a bit much. A is a bit much. I'm fine with B because this is kind of this episode's version of Megatron by Babytron. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a joke, but also serious and creative. So, yeah, I think that's fitting that Baby Tron was a B last time. And so I think and LeVon James deserves a B. And the, the way they incorporate their names as well, is that's a nice touch mm-hmm. there. So Yeah, that's true. Those are, those are like exact equals. That's fair. Next one. This is the first time a single has been included on our tier list, I think. It is called album artwork, whatever. Single artwork, Poland by Lil Yachty. How could we not have it? I obviously started off with just the map of Poland colored in purple. And then thanks to Twitter, the beautiful people on Twitter made it known that it needed needed updated based on one user's artwork. And it is some people literally taking the walk to Poland. They're just crossing some treacherous waters with the walk in the boat. It's so hard. No, that it, it's tough as fuck. Um, and I mean, just like getting it off Twitter as well, like, giving that graphic designer his flowers i think it's got to be s tier okay i was between a and s uh, i yeah i don't know I, yeah I, i'd go uh a just because you know what do we have on the s right now the carter 
the Carter three and Louie. And then, uh, yeah, okay. like it's not on that level. It's not. It's super cool, but the Carter is on there because of how iconic it is, and it is cool as well. And then Louie is like a piece of art, and this is a piece of art in its own way, obviously, but just a step below. I love it, but yeah, it's I love it, but Next one we got EA Monster by Young Nudie. This is a super interesting cover. Love this project from Young Nudie. Love the color palette. You got obviously complimentary colors, a lot of green with a little bit of red that really pops with this like monster with a whole bunch of stuff in its mouth. Like, I don't even know what's in his mouth. Like, he's like a gun that's colored gold, like a bunch of other stuff. Very unique cover. I'd definitely say it's at least a B. Yeah, I'd put it a B. Um, it's just kind of giving me baby on baby two vibes. Like, I feel like that's what's I think it's it more with. creative. No, it, it's definitely I, I, more. Co- no, it's definitely it's just the green. I think that is giving me. The, it's the sad because monster. I can see what you're saying, but like it's way more tastefully done no, and like artistic, no. and just like it's it not looks much better. Yeah, okay, I feel you. But yeah, I think it's a very interesting cover. Like I think Young Nudie has some interesting. There's a lot cover of detail arts. in it too. But yeah, there's so much going on within that mouth. Like I can't even make out everything that's in there, but. I really do like it. Just the colors, just the chaos. It's cool. All right, next one. Watching movies with the sound off, Mac Miller. I really love this cover. Um, I think it kind of like fits perfectly like with swimming, uh, which up in the top right there. Um, not perfectly with it, but I mean, similar vibes there and everything. Uh, obviously with the parental advisory, that is like a very unique place to put it. Um, I'm curious to see where you have this one, though. It's an A or a B, I think. I like it. We haven't had any Cs yet. Interesting. I'm just thinking that. I don't think this is the one to see. Um, I'd probably put it at B. I don't know. I like it, but I like others more. Kind of like what, what brings it down a little bit with me is it, it doesn't really incorporate the name too well. Like, I don't know. So what letter would you put it at? I, I'd, give, I'd go with B. I'd agree with you there. Okay. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think the red... It's very vibrant. It's very, you know, contrasting to Mac Miller's body and all that. The tattoos, yeah, it's interesting. The like the little apple. doll or whatever. What's that? Is that? Apple oh, the apple on the table. Yeah, the little like doll as well or whatever it is hanging in the top right corner. That's interesting as well as a little flower. I think it's cool. Uh, it, yeah, like those are just little details that'd be so different without those. Like if it was just him with all red, <laughs> it'd be way different. I don't know but it'd be lower yeah it is sure. yeah i think like the little details bring it up a little bit but just to be all right next one new album soul sold separately freddie gibbs this is tough this is like a a very good album cover um i think what well, was this one of the ones we, we said we we're gonna save our thoughts on it i don't remember i was trying to remember which ones we said about i know baby on baby two is one and this might have been one as well because this is a fire cover no, this album covers, it's really, I mean, it fits in perfectly, obviously. Um, little bunny ears and everything. Um, oh, yeah, you got Big Rabbit Freddy. And then I mean, just kind of what's going on in the background. Um, I'd be an A or B tier here. I think I would go A. Yeah, I like no, it a I'm little right. bit better than some uh, that we had in the B tier so far. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I don't think, it, I think it's a step above LeVon James. It is uh, artistically, but you know whatever it's cool i just love it like all the stuff falling from the sky the spaceship type thing it's cool and that's like very bright color 
and the rest is like pretty dark like a lot of shadows on the rabbit yeah uh i mean it fits perfectly yeah good album good cover all right next one an iconic one here my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by kanye west i i love this one and i every time i see like the without it blurred uh you know like the actual image of it that he intended to release um it kind of throws me off but i love like the blurred cover with it i feel like that fits it so well and then obviously there's the variant covers and everything um obviously super iconic i i just love the blurred image so much i don't know how much you love it what letter i'd put it s okay like this is one of the most iconic covers i think it's just so crazy obviously like you said the unblurred version when i see it it's like it's almost new every time i see it like i'm so used to seeing the blurred version when Mm -hmm. i see the uncensored version i'm like like almost taken aback every time it is kind of crazy like the unblurred version is is that his his beautiful dark twist of fantasy you know i'm saying like and is it like it being blurred is kind (laughs) of perfect like is kanye's dark twisted fantasy not for everybody to see you know what i mean like i don't know like that kind of makes sense because he was going through a lot going through a lot now as well but <laughs> uh but then as well obviously yeah, see now we just get love black album covers guy. yeah exactly this was uh back when it was art but yeah i like you said i'm glad you brought up the vinyl like how you could change the different covers and how there are different covers out there a lot of those are cool too i don't know what letter i'm feeling for this one it's an a or an s though I just think it's just iconic. super iconic. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I it just fits the album perfectly. And I love the gold. Like, the gold is yeah, a the great little gold touch. Brim. Just, yeah. yeah. So, okay, we'll go S. Next one, we got Life's a Trip by Trippy Red. This is, like, super unique. There's so much going on. It's hard to look at just because there's so much shit. I personally, I like the album cover. Kind of gives me like Alice in Wonderland vibes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't, it's not like my favorite cover ever, but it's really unique. Um, a lot of time taken in, you know, getting that album cover. I'll let you rank this one first. Or see what I you're think at. I'd put it as a B. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Cause there's just, it's just too much going on, but it's so unique at the same time. It is like, I mean, you got like a Ben Franklin type thing. You got the uh, grandfather clock type of all the faces. One of ones that sticks out to me the most is like the big one on the top left next to the all seeing eye pyramid. It just gives me like Voldemort vibes. And then there's like a pinhead next to it. Pinhead vibes next to it. Um, yeah. The unicorn. Like there's just so much going on. Like every time I look at it, I really do notice something new about it, which is cool. But there is just too much going on, I think. But I love the colors as well. Like a lot of blues, but then like the yellows really pop, like the sun or whatever that is, pops a lot. As well as like the red hair on Trippy Red, red, orange, yeah, that's like call it. That definitely that's pops. like the biggest takeaway I always have from it is that yellow on the right, blue on the left, and then his red hair. Mm-hmm. Cool cover, but chaotic to say the least. Next one. I was hanging out with my boy Mitchell earlier telling him i was getting ready for the episode say give me an album cover any album cover we'll put it in the episode mitchell is not a tyler creator fan by any stretch of the imagination but he said cherry bomb 
the old one, not the piss pants. He wants Tyler with the cherry bomb head with cherry bomb around the head. Yeah. It's an interesting one. This is the cherry bomb cover that like, you know, when I think of cherry bomb, I think of this cover. This might, is this a B or a C though? I, I'd say it's a C. I'd say set the music aside, set the nostalgia aside and the cover itself, especially like with what he has now with call me, get lost, Igor covers mm-hmm. like that. Like, especially in his discography, this is a C. Yeah. I think he has a lot better cover arts. Even before this, I think he has better cover, cover arts with Wolf. I don't know. This it's interesting. Like, I think the, the like almost handwritten, almost gives me that comic book vibes with the way cherry bomb is written out. I like it, but it's just like, I don't love it. The cherry bomb head is just, it's cool. Something about this, uh, it, it's just, it's just whatever. This cover, I don't know if like there's like he posted on social media or something, or if it was like a profile picture somewhere. This picture just screams chalky long to me. Yes, yes, it does. That's exactly the person I think of when I think of this cover. Yeah, that that's all that needs to be said, and that's not a bad thing. Love no, chalky. no, like. He just texted me the other day and asked how the podcast was going. So shots to Shocky. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool cover, but a lot better out there. We got to have some C's, you know, they all can't I know be, uh... we haven't had any yet. So I think this is a fine one to start the C's. I also think that the parental advisory thing is just weirdly big and like elongated almost. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Small detail, that, uh... small detail, but I don't know. I think they could be done better. All right, next one. We got Vince Staples, self-titled. I really love this album cover. Um, I mean, just how simple it is. You know, it's just just his face. Um, and then, I mean, even some detail on that with the, uh, with kind of like what they have going over his face, or I don't, I don't know what, what I would use to explain that. Yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's his best album cover, but I think it fits the music in the album perfectly. Yeah, you know, it's Vince Staples, self-titled. Makes sense that he's on the cover versus a project like Big Fish 3 where you have the fish on the cover. This is all about Vince Staples. So it's got to be him. It is cool the way it's cropped that it's so close to just his face. Like, interesting. Like, it's not his head, like a prima donna. It's his face. The texturing is cool. I think it's a B, though. It's a B or a C. I'd put it at B. Okay, I think that's fair. I think, you know, what kind of like bumps, uh, just a little lighting in like the bottom right corner, just the lighting change there. Uh, I think that's a good little detail that they have. Uh, so I mean, that kind of bumps it up just a little bit, you know, and then like you said, the texture, I feel like that's what makes it a B rather than it just being his face and being a C tier. So mm-hmm. that is a good point about the shadowing. That's cool. But the texture, I agree. That is, if it was just the face, I don't know how high you could get it. Like color, oh, yeah. obviously, if it was a color version, that'd be different too. But the way it is, I, the black so. and white with like the texturing and everything that brings it all together even more. A hundred percent. All right. Next one. We got a few good things by Saba. I don't, I don't know how I feel like I it's every day. I have a fucking different thought about this cover. I like agree. Sometimes, sometimes I love it. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I don't, is there like some connection with the guy on the cover? Is that like a family member or something like that? I don't know, but it kind of feels like it's unspoken that that's the vibe because that's kind of the vibe I get as well. 
but I've never heard one way or the other. I, think- I tried to Google it before this. I really did. And I didn't, nothing was coming up. So if anybody's listening, let us know. Cause I don't know. I think if you go it's almost like, like unsettling. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of it. Honest. I think that's, that's my mood today <laughs> is I, especially comparing it to like an album cover, like care for me or bucket list project. Like those are very good covers. Those are eight tier covers for me. I don't know. This one just doesn't get it done for me. Yeah. I think I put it C. I it's cherry I bomb fl- level. I think. Yeah, the flower. I really like like the flowers and the chain link fence in the back. But the guy there is just kind of that's what's unsettling to me. Who are you? I don't know who he is. The look on his face is just interesting. Yeah, but the flowers, yeah, the flowers. Without the flowers, it is D, no question. But the I like flowers, the little building in the back, giving mm-hmm. you Chicago vibes there. Exactly, it feels like Chicago. Feels it's- like my city for real. Just feels like a guy you could just see in Chicago, but like there could have been something better done with this album, but it's okay. It's not the worst, but it's just cherry bomb level for sure. All right. Next one we got come over when you're sober part one by Lil Peep. I really love this cover. Um, I feel like it's just super iconic. Um, you kind of, kind of, we mentioned like the face tats in 2008 uh, with Lil Wayne, like, this is still, you know, just the tatted up body. You know, you see this, you're just going to get like, such a different vibe than I feel like the actual content of the album has. Then mm-hmm. a little, little bunny there as well. And then I, I love the little red uh, red lettering for come over when you're sober. And then mm-hmm. obviously a peep there. Just, I mean, he looks like halfway dead almost. I mean, like he does. The detail that I was noticing upon revisiting it was the shoes. I never really noticed the pink Converse shoes in the top, right? Obviously the bunny and the wording and peep those kind of get a lot of the attention. And so I, I really just like Converse just stuck out to me when I was like looking at the details. What I was thinking about where I put this. And then obviously I like think these tattoos. Cool. Yeah. The tattoos are obviously like, they add so much personality to the cover. They really do. Obviously so much personality to peep as well. It's a cool cover. I think it's probably maybe an A. I'd have it low A or high B. Um, That's where I'm at. I don't like the kind of what brings it up to me. And I feel like this, like both of the, the both the come over when you're sober, it's like, I feel like the content matter of him almost looking, you know, dead in the covers is mm-hmm. just such a different vibe than he has like on an, an album like Hellboy. I feel like he's, it's less focused on, you know, overdosing and dying in Hellboy versus, you know, you get songs like Runaway 16 Line and part two, you know, the bright side and part one. Um, so, I mean, that's like a good detail as well. I mean, I don't know if that's if looking into it too hard or if they meant to do that. But. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah, I think it's cool. We're going A or B. Uh, I'd have a low A. Okay, I'm cool with that. Next one. New album just dropped. Had to include it. Midnights by Taylor Swift. The only non-rap one that's going to be featured today, really, but you know, it's such a popping album right now. I want to see what your thoughts were on this one. I really like it. You know, it's got like a little little Polaroid feel to it. Um, with that uh little a little picture in the bottom there, and then I um, it's like super simple. It doesn't do anything too crazy. But I feel like Taylor Swift's albums they don't they don't have to do anything too crazy. You know, it's not like folklore level or anything like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it gets just a point across. I'd put it like C or B. 
yeah, I was thinking C or B as well. I think the gradient with the word midnights is cool. I think it's pretty interesting that it has the track list. Yeah, to the left on the there. cover. That's interesting. And then they dropped the three a.m. version with like the bonus tracks, and then updated the cover for that version so that it has those tracks added as well. I think that's interesting. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it'd look like without the track list on it. I've never really seen one that has the track list on the front cover like that. Obviously, the back cover, that's very normal. But the front, that's pretty rare. Yeah, I, the track list on the front, it kind of, it's a good detail, though. I, it kind of fits the vibe. I kind of like it, yeah. I think that gives it a B. Yeah, I'd put it B. And that was the last one. So, end with a B there with Taylor Swift. Only three season Ds, so I feel kind of bad that <laughs> that we, we didn't. Pick, we just picked too good of covers, you know. I know. I think we need to pick some bad covers next time. <laughs> but I love getting have... to put some shine on some good ones as well. Yeah, I feel like it's more for that versus, um, you know, having fucking a bunch of baby on baby twos. Yeah, we had to have one though. <laughs> yeah, it's no, pity that... that that's our only D tier one though. <laughs> yeah d tier because that is in a class of its own it is i i would have it at f personally like the more i think about it the more the cover pisses me off no i feel you but like the track list thing it only goes like s to d so it'll be a d whatever in our hearts it's an f and that's what matters yeah uh exactly. all right just talked about taylor swift obviously biggest drop of the week but let's get into the other releases we got Taylor Swift, as I mentioned, NBA Youngboy, Jeezy with DJ Drama, Armani Caesar, and Duckworth. And then we got singles from Smino, SSG Kobe, Post Malone, Lil Uzi Vert, Mike Dimes, Boldy James, No Worries, Femdot, and Pivot Gang. What have you listened to so far? What have your thoughts been? I've heard like very good things about the the Jeezy and DJ Drama project. Uh Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I skipped through that a little bit, skipped through the Taylor Swift project and then the, the Smino single along with the, the Post Malone one as well. And then I need to listen to Pivot Gang one. Um, yeah, I got to listen to the Chicago guys, Pivot Gang as well as Femdot. Smino was really good. Post Malone was like, was that like the, the I don't mashup? Know. I didn't need it. Yeah. I, I didn't need that version. Um, it, Devin sent it to me because he, me and Devin are both, return of the mac guys like i love return of the mac like that's devin's one of my all time classics and devin's he likes post he likes return of the mac um so he sent it to me and i said i didn't need to hear that <laughs> and he just said and lmao it's... and then we talked about it for a minute like it was okay like it wasn't as bad as i was thinking it was going to be when i saw it existed but i don't need it to exist mark no, morrison it... did it it's so corny that it's just off the fucking bar that he has to like I don't know. It's corny. It's that's that, that's what I'm gonna call it. It's corny. That's fair. Post Malone's um, a corny yeah. dude. Yeah, your words not mine. That's fair. Taylor Swift though, I did listen to that a couple times so far. I've listened to it twice. I think it's all right. I don't really listen to Taylor too much. My thing every time I'm listening to music, I think is I like the songs. Obviously worthy of a listen, but I just don't see a place for it to replace anything that I currently listen to. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I think that's a different vibe. I like for me personally, kind of just, they all sound somewhat similar. I don't know. Obviously Taylor Swift's a legend. Um, got some crazy tracks out there and everything, you know, some classics. Um, 
So, I mean, obviously, anytime she puts out music, it's something to listen to is for sure. So I just don't see yeah, a lot I of them making my playlist. I, I won't say they all sound the same even because there are so many kind of different vibes within what she's saying. But it's just kind of one thing to me. Like the album is a thing. Like I couldn't be like, oh, yeah, that was my favorite. I'm going to go back to that one. Like, I just don't know. Like, I need more time that's, if I was going to have a favorite one. I don't know. It was that's cool, also though. like, I feel like with us being more, you know, rap focused, we, we don't dissect it as much. So they, that's kind of my oh, reason. Oh, no. For why, I yeah. saw some tweet. It was like, Taylor Swift makes music for girls. Like, got a four on the AP literature test and currently work in marketing. And I was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Uh, and that's not me. I, you know, marketing is, but AP literature, I'm not dissecting like that dissecting differently with rap you know whatever but not with taylor swift she moves and she's just doing a lot but very good good for her good project respect though of course yeah respect the one thing the one thing that stuck out to me the most which is like i don't know kind of wild was just she cussed at the most like awkward points like she just dropped like a fuck like every now and then i was like i don't like that yeah, like we, she's, you're saying we she's listen making to rap. music for for little girls, you know? Yeah, like we're listening to stuff that we're listening to way worse shit, but like hearing it come out of Taylor Swift's mouth, I'm like... It doesn't fit. I didn't like that. No. And there is obviously a time she's for a fucking it. Imposter. She's She's an adult woman. She's going to swear. Yeah, okay. but, no, she's a... <laughs> but at some points, it just like felt awkward. Like it felt forced. Like I saw some tweet. It was like, was there a swear quote if she had to beat? And I was like, I'm glad that somebody else knows that too. And it wasn't me just being like, hmm, because I feel like I'm so desensitized to it in rap where like, I don't even notice it most of the time. Like, I don't think a thing when I hear, you know, somebody say fuck 30 times on a track, like that doesn't mean a thing to me. That's what we're used to, you know? Exactly. But when I hear Taylor Swift do it, I'm like. It's like NF. If I heard Taylor fucking cuss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It it, just has a bitter vibe. No, sometimes it does, but I thought a lot of times it was kind of for it felt weird. But you know, I thought this was overall a pretty good week for releases. It's like, but I mean, if you think this is good, next week is going to be a movie. We just got the news right before this episode. Drake dropped the Jimmy Cook's music video. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to watch that. I love Jimmy Cook's right in the middle of the video, stops it music switches up her loss a collab album from drake and 21 savage coming next friday wow this what a is... shocking news obviously it was kind of hinted out on twitter they're like oh it's coming but getting that official announcement just hits different it does you know it's spooky season uh we they've been we've speculated you know scary hours three is coming but this is even better 21 Savage on a collab album with Drake. This is I'm super excited for this. And um, obviously they don't they don't miss together. So I mean they don't. I have a hot take. Let's see your reaction. I think that this project will be better than What a Time to Be Alive. Ah, uh, yeah, nah. Ah, uh, nah. We'll see. I we'll can't. see. But that's yeah, we'll see. That's I, I can't I can't say that, like, can't say no, but I think it could be equal to What a Time to Be Alive. But being better, it is going to have to be like, I don't know. I have high hopes. That's I have high hopes. I have very high hopes. My high hopes is that it it meets the same 
the same feeling that what a time to be alive. Like that's fair. I do agree. It will be hard to beat what a time to be alive just because of like, that's the, you know, pioneer for it. I know. Yeah. It really set the standard for Drake collab projects, but 21 is a vet in the collab project game. I have high hopes and those two together have been crazy. So I I, I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be fucking a great album, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see next week. We'll see how that statement ages. But next week, we're also getting Bitter Reaper 3 from Baby Tron. Tron Wilkes Booth. Tron Wilkes Booth. We're getting Love for Rent by Smino, as well as Hitler Wears Hermes 10 by West Side Gun. So it's going to be a really big week. I'm going to be a busy guy on Thursday night, Friday. Got a lot to listen to. Definitely. Um, What's getting your first play? I was thinking that. It's got to be second play. Drake, it has to be the first, just because like that is one of those drafts where Twitter is going to be live tweeting their thoughts and the bars and complex is dropping it. Genius is dropping it. Asleep on camera. <laughs> exactly, it's going to be wild. And then I think I would have to go Smino, just because it's been a little while since Smino dropped a project, and I'm excited for that. Then I think I'm going Babytron, and then I think I'll go Westside Gum. But all four definitely get a listen. No. To they're going to get listened to, of course. So I'm super excited though. Big week coming up. So. Yes, sir. Another kind of light week for news though, beyond the releases and the anticipation for next week. That's the biggest news is next week's going to be crazy. Drake 21, but stick with a little Drake news here. Some of the South American Lollapalooza lineups got released with Drake as the headliner. This is big. Drake has not really been tied to Lollapalooza throughout the years. Kind of got me thinking, could we see Drake headline Lollapalooza in Chicago next summer? I would love that. You know, Drake's Drake's on the list for me to see. Um, they're kind of, I've seen the the big four already or big, big three outside of him, you know, Kendrick, uh, J. Cole, Kanye. So it's just kind of waiting on that to happen. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's definitely going to happen. But my thing with that is he, he said he's bringing the OVO Fest to, to the States this year for the 10th anniversary. So maybe they do fire. some some sort of collaboration with that for Lollapalooza or something. I don't know. Uh, Could be cool. Must see, though, for Drake, of course. Must see. Let's talk hypotheticals. Drake, Lollapalooza, Chicago. How long would you wait at Drake's stage to be, like, very, very close? Or would you uh, just be happy being there? I would be, be, be happy being there. Like I was further back for Kendrick and Kendrick was, it was really just a vibe back there. That's interesting. I think I'd want to be like at least in the first 20 rows for Drake. Yeah. I mean, I get, I'd see both sides, but it just depends on like what the day lays out as. Cause I'm not going to miss someone just to, you know, be like that much closer, you know? I think I would It would depend on the day. It would depend on the day, but there are only a handful of people that I would have to see to keep me from being like very, very close for Drizzy. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be there at a Drizzy show close and all Palooza. I've been saying this, like it is the perfect place to see people for like fairly cheap. Like I saw the weekend from like, you know, whatever the 10th row and it's like $130 or whatever versus when you go to like his individual show, you're dropping $300, yeah. whatever for a spot like that. So same thing with Drake. Like this would be a perfect opportunity. Like if you wanted to be like, right up there, this is the perfect place to do it. If it happens, obviously there's a lot of speculation, but 
I think we'd have to be there. You'd have to no, be making your first course, trip to Walla. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it would be fire. Drake is must see. Gotta see Drizzy. Next news here. Talked about it throughout the episode. Taylor Swift Midnights. When I saw the number that was projected for her first week sales, my jaw dropped. Taylor Swift Midnights is projected to sell 1.1 to 1.2 million units first week. I kind of put an asterisk next to it because so there's the um, they're doing like physical they're doing physical vinyls in store stuff yeah, like that. They yeah. have exclusives, um, lavender Bundles print, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and I was I don't it just came up on my TikTok. Some guy was like buying it for his girlfriend. And it was just full of like the vinyls and everything. And then like exclusive prints, like I said, um, with that and with so many different versions and everything, that's going to mount up. So it is an insane number, but with them having like the physical sale or physical vinyls in store, that kind of, that helps out. Oh, it definitely helps out, but I don't think it discredits it in any no, way. Just no, no. Because like that's so many, like yeah. even if people are buying multiple, like, yeah, you know, the Swifties go nuts. Obviously, the Swifties are deep. Yeah, you have dedicated fans, but like talking about M's, that is crazy. Just compared to some of the numbers that we talk about, like with lower numbers, with smaller rappers, obviously. But even Kendrick was like in the three hundred thousands, I think, first week. So, whew, crazy. I, I'd love to see that number with physicals in store, though. That's just uh, that is it's so it's so different now. Like with that, it's just I kind of wish they would have all of it ready. But obviously, no, that's not very realistic in this day and age with, uh, you know, the amount of changes that are made to albums, you know? Yeah, it's fair, but crazy. Mind-blowing stat. And like I said, light week, let's end it with this piece of news. Instagram is rumored to be working on adding a feature that allows users to set a profile song. Kind of reminds me back of MySpace. I was not on MySpace, but I had some friends that were on. Remember, they come over, you know, play some games, get on MySpace on my home computer. Didn't have MySpace, though. Was started on Facebook, then didn't go back to MySpace because it was kind of dead by that time. And I know you definitely weren't on MySpace because you were yeah. like... You set up my Facebook account. Three years old, yeah. <laughs> I set up your Facebook account. You and Lauren did, yeah. Fire. Um, had to get you right, you know? Yeah. But brings me to the question, what would your profile song be? It'd be if a day-to-day day. Instagram ads. I'd, I'd update that day-to-day. Day. It'd have to be like a mood. Um, If I was going off a mood right now, though, I've still stuck on Final Fantasy by Lil Uzi. Ever since okay, Rolling Loud, it's just, been, it's just been so in the rotation. Probably be my pick right now. I agree that I would be just switching it up. Like, I would say at least three times a week. If like it was something I thought about and if it was like something that people are like actually looking to, I don't know what it would be right now. I think it might be like gasoline by the weekend, angels by ASAP Rocky. That's just like a random song I listened to a lot recently. I think it'd be one of those two. It and just depends. I don't I feel like with mine, I wouldn't necessarily go to a song that's newly released every time. You know, I'd I'd want you know a deep cut, like something fucking. Yeah, we'd definitely be switching up. Hopefully it does come out. The interesting one will be, you know. What's the Second Avenue podcast song? Yeah, I, that'd be. I think, I think it has to be Family Ties to start at least. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we we forgot to add this in. Last little piece of news: Little Baby, two hundred and ten thousand units 
That is nuts. That's fucking, that's the one that in the Taylor Swift was a huge number, but this one I was like, holy fuck. I, I ain't no baby had yeah. it like that. I didn't either. It's kind of crazy. It just kind of cements little baby as, you know, kind of like one of the very big leaders of the next generation of rap. Like he continues to do big numbers, continues to put out great music. So shout out to yeah. little baby. I, I was having a conversation with, uh, johnny carnahan uh, i was like i think baby or dirk like that's who i would say is like the head of the this next wave so that's a conversation for another episode uh i don't know ultimately i think keem is going to be the biggest the, the superstar that's out of all this say. um that would be my pick for that but i'm talking you know, like this trap scene that's fair but yeah, i think it depends because we'll, we'll set the stage right now but i'll close it by saying i think it depends on where you draw the line because if you say the previous ones were cole kendrick drake and then even kanye as the mount rushmore of that generation it's gotta be tyler and travis leading this generation cardi's in there somewhere as well yeah so a lot of contenders but those are almost like ogs at some point to the babies to the keems so tough different levels to it but we can get into that deeper on another episode. Uh, the last thing I got to say, though, forgot to mention it in the releases because it's not really a new release, but Too Late to Die Young by Sonder, Brent Fias Group, EP, released. Came out a while ago on YouTube, but finally on streaming services. So if you're a fan of Brent, having given Sonder a listen, go check that out because it is great. That about wraps it up. Uh, I didn't mention it, you know. I mean, if you are one of the YouTube viewers... Finally got my wall right. It's been fucking just torn down for like a month. I was waiting for my It's Almost Dry vinyl to come in. So we are back up and running. Fire. I told Elijah this. I'll tell you guys. I told him to leave a spot because on his birthday, we got one coming. I got uh, I got one coming too. I, I don't think I to- I got the the Kendrick Lamar, the the good kid Mad City, the variant cover. Oh, that one's fire. The black, the black one that I sent you. Yep. Yeah. Fire. But yeah, like Elijah said, December's going to be a big month. His birthday, all that. Maybe we'll have to get him to open the vinyl on the podcast. We'll see. If not, maybe I'll take a video of it and we'll insert it. But I think he'll like it. So it'll be cool. But we'll be back next week. We're getting close to Halloween. So you know what that means. Next week, another tier list. Rapper Halloween costumes tier list. This is going to be a banger. Obviously... Some people do it better than others. Some people pull out the killer I, can think, I think a one artist in, in mind, man. I think a two. We'll, we'll, we'll get into yeah. it. We'll yeah, get into we, it next we, week. Yeah, we. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. But we'll be back next week. It's going to be a banger. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, all that. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us a like. Share us on Instagram. We appreciate everything. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.